Okay, here we are again in the midst of a deadly quest. First things first, still a little shocked in the, seemingly sudden, change of character within our mysterious director. I wonder why she's chosen Ken, one of her top dogs out of all her agents, to complete, what Adam aptly described as, essentially a milk run of a job. Curioser still, what's with the disembarking of protocols and her sour-than-sweet demeanors? I wish I'd been able to see what she returned to at her desk when she cold-shouldered everyone in the room. Following that, while I still lean away from the chattering ADHD rabbit that is Mac, I admit her spiels do deliver quite a lot of information. It's interesting that Hapkido was the choice of workout to me, as I used to practice martial arts myself however, I'm even more interested in seeing how well Cass will square up in an Outlook training class. The facilities sound very alluring too, the decked-out gyms and all the privatized rooms. But what really impresses me is the computers. I'm fascinated by the technology proposed by Adam Gaffin's writing and I hope one day we will see something similar in our generation's time. Although the APV doesn't sound like a very fun way to travel, I still wish I could see one prowling the waters in live action. And the scenery around Lake Borneo too. I hope they manage to cross the waters without too much trouble from patrols. Imperial or Confederacy. And poor Evan. Though he sounds like he can handle himself on the field, I guess the same can't be said for on the waves. Seasickness really does suck. Though these chapters were shorter this time, I really still find myself completely invested in the ongoing story. As page after page flicks through my fingers, I find I have to restrain myself from breaking my reading cap, as to continue giving you my fresh perspective in our little web series. Stay tuned for next week's episode.